Welcome to the Spirit Room. I'm Melissa White. And I'm Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. We're mediums. And moms. And we're inspired to create this space for the spiritually curious, the developing intuitive, and the soulful spirit. Welcome again to the Spirit Room. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Spirit Room. Hope everyone is well. Uh, glad to be back with you, my friend. Hope everything is, is good on your end. Yeah, it's my first day as an entrepreneur. <laughs> Woo! Awesome! Wow, that's a huge milestone. It is. I mean, how long have I been talking to you about doing this work full time yeah, and always having fears and excuses? And I finally made the leap. And yesterday was my last day in the corporate world ever. Amazing. Um, so joining, you know, the great company of people like you who have been super inspirational to me, um, seeing, you know, how fulfilling this work can be and how, um, you know, the life you can create when you're doing something you love um, for spirit uh, has been very inspirational for me to take this leap. So thank you. Oh, wow. Well, it's my pleasure. And I think that honestly, it's one of the, these things that it is a very unique life. And I think not, not a lot of people can kind of say that they do it, you know, that they get it. Um, so it's nice to have, it's nice to have the support with each other. You know, we can, we can be there for each other through all of it, you know, so it's, it's a cool thing. I'm very excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So what are we talking about today, my friend? Well, I think you had a good idea about boundaries, um, boundaries within this work, boundaries just in general and in, in our personal lives and in the, our lives as women and mothers and as partners. Um, I think it's an important thing to, to chat about. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it too, even just one of the things I get my students to do, one of the first things is create a letter to the world of spirit, setting your boundaries. <laughs> right right on how you want to communicate how you want to work and that was a tough lesson i mean your boundaries have to get tested before you can even realize that you need them that's exactly it and i think that unless you have someone experienced to talk to how would you know you know you don't really know what you're walking into so i don't know i feel like it can be very simple though you know i think that sometimes people get really obsessed with um like these demands that they put on spirit or they they approach it like this thing as if spirit's going to harass them you know it's almost like they're expecting that it's it's going to be um this sort of uh difficult task and really it is as easy as writing that letter speaking to them you know as friends and saying okay let's work together this is what i'm bringing you know this is what i'm bringing to the table these are my intentions um can you help me with this and can we make this agreement you know together that, that we're going to kind of work together so it's sort of like um i don't know a mission statement that you have for yourself and w while you're working with spirit yeah and one thing too like if people do end up doing something like this you can change it as you go right like they're not boundaries that are like you're adhered to for the rest of your life so as an example i you know i work with a teen girl who sees spirit with her naked eyes and it's very unnerving for her as it would be for anyone and so i had her write a letter of boundaries saying i don't want to see you i don't mind feeling you and hearing you you're here for a reason um you know but i don't want to see you and I told her, I said, you know, if there's ever a time where one day you want to see them again, you can always like lift that boundary and reshape them and reprioritize them um, as you go along. Totally. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things too, that it's 
so beautiful the way that they totally want to help us and work with us as best mm. they can. So if we don't tell them, you know, how are they meant to gauge uh, our energy and what's comfortable for us unless we're willing to tell them, you know? So I think that's a great um, tool. You know, it's a, it's a good thing to keep in mind that you can change it as you go, you know, as you evolve. Um, with my daughter, she puts a little, I don't know if I told you this before, but she puts a little sign up um at bedtime and she just says dear spirit i'll see you in the morning thanks oh, Avery." <laughs> i love that i want to do that to like <laughs> she, has, she gets really really of course you know middle of the night she wakes up and she feels everything and it's very intense for her mm. and it is scary you know so i think it's good to have that and she's just like she does what works for her so i don't know i gotta take a page out of her book yeah, for sure. And, you know, I don't know if you do this too, but before I go into any day of reading, I sit down and talk to spirit and say, you know what, like as an example, I typically work in my clairsentience. I am going a little bit more into my clairaudience since my demonstration actually. And um, I had that really fun experience in the clairaudience. So I actually sit and kind of set the boundaries every day with spirit and saying, you know, today I'm, I have two mediumship readings and a mentorship and I, I'm a little bit tired. So I'd love to work more in my claircognizance and my clairvoyance than clairsentience. And every single time I do that conversation with spirit, they always work around me. Totally. I do the exact same thing. Um, lots of times it's in my car if I'm going to do like a group reading or I'm on my way out to do something. So I'm just doing my chat in the car. Um, but I'm basically saying, you know, it's, it's like a prayer, but also um, same kind of thing. Like this is the kind of information I'm really looking to work on today. Uh, you know, or lately I've been really into, I don't know, I've been getting a lot of, um, songs, like songs that have been, uh, significant, especially ones that have played at the memorial or at the, um, funeral for people. And, I, I sort of like, huh, I'd like to delve into it more. So if that's available, can you help me to perceive it? You know, that kind of thing. And it's true. They do like every single time they'll, they'll move heaven and earth literally to like make it happen if they can. Um, so it's just that kind of like actual conversation. I think sometimes people forget that it's as simple as literally like chatting about it. Yeah. So that's, I mean, there's two good tips already in this part. Look how good we are, Melissa. You either write it out or you can speak to spirit about it, which I call speaking to spirit praying. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, that's what, that's what I call prayer. I feel it through my heart. I'm speaking from my heart. And, um, you know, one thing I really wanted to kind of talk about because I hear this a lot with people, um, is like, they feel very overwhelmed by energy. They feel very overwhelmed, um, with other people's energy or spirit's energy. And so it's like really important to have this discussion on boundaries because none of us are a victim to energy, right? We have complete autonomy and sovereignty over our own energy bodies and how we receive and perceive um, the energy that's around us. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think that we have to be empowered as sensitive people and as empaths and people that are working with energy because it's very easy to fall into that sort of trap where everything is happening to you um and it can feel very um it can feel difficult when you're in that space and i think that it's it is important to recognize you have control 
over your own energy um, and what you allow in and what you don't, um, what you take on and what you don't. Um, and I'll admit, sometimes I forget that too. If I'm sick or if I'm tired, exhausted, I find that I do let my those boundaries get kind of blurred and I can feel like, ugh, like energetically drained or energetically almost like fluish, you know, energy sickness. Um, so it does happen. But the important thing, yeah, it's, it's not, um, it's not a sentence. It's not some kind of like punishment um, to be a sensitive person. It doesn't mean you have to, you know, you have to be constantly at the, the whim of, you know, the energy, the universal energy or the people around you, you know, what are you supposed to do? Not ever go out into the world. You know, like we have to, we have to live in this, in this world. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a really valid comment around what happens when you don't have boundaries. Much like you, I get energy sick and energy sick does appear to me like flu-like symptoms. And it's not like a, a flu that can Advil will take away or Tylenol. It's like until you actually, you know, I've been energy sick for up to four days before and, yeah. and it, it's not fine. I'm my elder you know, Elder Leonard Georgie passed away last March, bless him, but he taught me how to cedar brush and go up to a cedar tree because I told him he was a channeler as well. I was like, I've taken Tylenol. I'm like, I've rested. Like, I don't know how to, um, you know, get rid of this feeling. And he took me to a cedar tree and showed me how to thank the cedar tree and brush my body. And I walked away from that tree feeling right as rain for the first time in four days. It was a beautiful teaching that he passed on to me. And I recommend it to everybody who might experience that kind of lethargy or those headaches or the, you know, adrenal fatigue symptoms from energy. And I agree, you know, that's what happens when you don't uphold the boundaries that you set and you start to blur them. That's amazing. I'm going to try that for sure. Um, because for me, it's like, it's a, it's a sort of like a, an ongoing thing where I'll be really super aware and super good for a long time. And then all of a sudden I'll let it just let myself kind of, you know, go a little bit as far as not being too overly, um, conscious of it. And then all of a sudden, you know, that's when it'll, it'll happen. And it can feel to me, it feels almost like it's depressing because I'm a very, usually like pretty go, go, go person. I like to be busy. I like to like be doing lots of things. I'm a Gemini, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and if I'm ever in that space where it's just like, I can't, and I'm tired and I'm like, like that sick feeling, it's awful. Like to me, it's, it's painful to go through that. So yeah, anything to kind of boost that energy and get out of that would be, yeah, that'd be awesome. So I can't wait to try that. Yeah, definitely try and let me know how you feel about it. And you know, I know you book out so far in advance. And I mean, I've had to reschedule and cancel readings because of, you know, sicknesses, whether they're related to boundaries or not. But I, I think that you can't talk about boundaries without talking about people pleasing as well, because, you know, all of us light workers, everyone who's probably drawn to listen to a podcast like this, there are, there is a people pleasing energy within each and every one of us. And that's part of the boundaries that we also have to kind of create too, like taking care of ourselves first, right? It has to be a priority. And I think I've learned this the hard way, like over the years, realizing that yeah, it does feel good when people are happy with you and people like you and you're bending yourself into a pretzel trying to accommodate, you know, that, that, that does feel good to have that sort of approval or validation. Uh, the problem is that if you do that enough time, 
and you put your own sort of sacrifice your own well-being your mental health your physical health um time with your kids all this other stuff eventually it catches up to you you know it, it really does and so it does come down to are you okay with um sometimes having to say no sometimes having to be disliked having someone be upset i mean i had this recently i got my very first and this is so personal for me like it's so hard for me to talk about but i got my first negative review on my facebook page in the last seven years and it was because of someone that i had to say no to mm. and he completely sort of mm, I don't want to say, to me, it felt like a misrepresentation of the situation uh, because I had bent over backwards trying to fit him into my schedule and I'd explained I didn't have room to begin with. And then I ended up, um, you know, not being able to to make the appointment and then hadn't got back to him and quick enough in his in his mind, you know, it taken too long, said I was ignoring his messages and things like this, which I wasn't, you know, my son was injured recently, I was dealing with that. Um, I was also very sick for a bit. So, you know, life happens. And it's I understand being dissatisfied or being disappointed. Uh, but I felt when I saw it, I just felt so awful. Like, I just felt like, oh, my goodness, like, is this what is this what people are going to think of me? Like that I'm just someone who doesn't care and doesn't, you know, doesn't follow through and is unprofessional and all this other stuff. And what I realized was that it's unfortunate, but I did have to say no. And I shouldn't have in the first place been bending over backwards. You know, I, I should have just said, I, I actually don't have the time uh, to accommodate you in, you know, the time that you're looking for. But here, here are some people that I can recommend, you know. Yeah. Um, so that was tough, but you know, I'm proud of myself because I didn't let it, um, I didn't let it upset me too much. You know, I replied and I just said, uh, feel like this is a misunderstanding. Um, I'm sorry. You know, I am sorry. All I can say is I'm sorry. I got behind, took me, you know, too long to get back to you. But, uh, I did mention that I did not have the time in my schedule and I was making it specifically for you. So maybe I'm just not the person for you. Sometimes that happens, you know? Yeah. And I'm sorry that that did happen. And it's a bummer that, you know, obviously there's healing that they need to, to have to go to that extent. Right. Yeah, um, it felt a bit dramatic. For sure. Absolutely. And, you know, I think often people who aren't in our line of work forget that we're human too. Like we are the exact same humans with the exact same issues, money issues, relationship issues, issues with children. Um, and we're still doing this work on top of all of that. And I think a lot of people actually forget what that might actually take. Totally. There's not enough awareness about it, you know, and I'm one of those people too. I'll take full responsibility. If I mess up, like no problem. Like I'm pretty aware of my flaws. Uh, I'm probably harder on myself than anyone could be. Mm. Um, but also I'm starting to recognize like, whoa, I don't need to be, um, I don't need to be like a doormat either. You know, like I, I, I can say like, okay, I can say no you know? Um, and you know, and then I thought about it too. And my partner was saying too, he's like, think of all through the years, how many positive reviews and how much, you know, he's like, don't let one person being upset with you, you know, make you feel like not, not good enough, you know? So I feel like that's yeah. good. Advice. And I think, you know, I remember seeing an interview with Madonna, right? Like you can't get any bigger than Madonna. And she was saying that, 
you know, she has like 10,000 people in the arena having fun. She's so focused on the person near the front that doesn't look like they're having a good time. Like it overwhelms her. So even people who like in air quotes have made it still have these same thoughts and, you know, worries that, that we do where we are. So, I mean, hopefully that's a bit comforting too. Yeah. Um, Well, and also it's just like the more people you reach, the more people you work with over the years, the more exposed you are out there, the more you put yourself open to those kind of experiences. You know, it it can't all be um, as much as we want it to be, you know, I guess it can't always be all, you know, like rainbows and sunshine, but um, yeah, I mean, I just, I was just kind of thinking, hmm, that is a good thing to think about as far as my, my own boundaries, that I don't need to take on his disappointment. I don't need to take on what he's thinking of me, you know, and the anger or the whatever he was feeling, um, even though I can understand it and I can, you know, do my best to, to respond, I don't have to take it on as my own and make it upset me or affect me, you know? So I think it's good. Yeah, that's a really good um, example too. And I've recently had uh, experiences and it's hard. Like, you know, I, I like to think I, I'm a boundary person without a doubt, but I, I was faced recently on social media, you know, I hang out mostly on Instagram and I would do just sporadically whenever I felt like it, free card readings, um, just like pulling a card for whoever hops on the live. And I never tell people in advance because I never know when I'm going to do it. And I kept having um, people come to me after saying, please pull me a card. I missed it. I missed it. And I would for the first few times, but then you know, as you do it more and more people are writing you, it's like, I don't have all that spare time. It's actually taking time away from my time with my husband and my time with my kids. So I started putting a disclaimer on saying, you know, I'm only actually going to be pulling cards for people who are here live, right? Whoever's here live is actually meant to receive it. So here we go. And I would continually get, you know, the same couple people coming to me afterwards, demanding, like literally demanding a card. And it it just kind of like blows my mind, um, you know, where other people's like thought processes go. And I would have to say, and it was super uncomfortable and it was like leaning into the discomfort as Brittany Brown says. And it's just saying, no, you know, I'm only doing this for the people who can catch live. I'm sorry. Like, and I do say sorry. And this is a very Canadian thing too. (laughs) We apologize out of our yin yang for stuff. That's really kind of not our fault. Um, but again, I'm, I'm trying to be recovering people pleaser and then, you know, different people too. Like, you know, I love it when people message me. I love the connections that I get through social media. I truly, truly do. But I get some people that message me all the time and they're messaging me things like, oh, you're too expensive, but da, 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 da. And I'm just like, okay, like, where do you have to set these boundaries with people even on the interwebs? Right. And it's one of like the things that I'm facing right now because I don't have a clear answer. I'm still kind of like in it and working through it, but this is kind of where my boundaries are being tested right now. I have very firm boundaries around my practice. I only do X amount of readings, X amount of days. I work with the world of spirit saying, I don't like to keep long wait lists. So just bring to my awareness, these people who will be best suited for me. And I rarely get more people than I have the space for because I do that work with them. But you know, now I'm kind of like being faced with my own energy boundaries um, because I'm also full time now and I'm trying to like make it out in the world. And so I'm being faced with that people pleasing again. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just kind of have to, in a very polite way, say, I felt like saying yesterday, I'm like, I don't even talk to my mom this much. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, it's you have to be able to 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 create that buffer, you know, and I think it's it's hard because we do put ourselves out there. Mm-hmm. And we are, you know, when people connect with us, we are and and sometimes that's the only person in their life that maybe is seeing them truly right now. So it becomes very difficult to say no to someone when you kind of have that awareness of it. Um, but I still think it's, it's, it's necessary because we literally cannot be open 24 seven and inundated all the time with, um, requests on our energy. You know, it's like a pulling, it it feels to me like a pulling sometimes. And I do the same thing with the cards. I'll, I'll oftentimes just do it when I feel like it. And it's the same thing. People will, they'll miss it and they'll, they'll message. And if I don't reply to that message, I've, I've had some kind of um, rude or kind of um, upset um, messages back, kind of like, like annoyed that I haven't done it. And it's kind of like, I feel the same. It's, it's Entitlement. A, yeah, it's something that I'm, I'm offering on my free time for free um if you don't get it this time maybe next time you know and that's yeah. just gonna have to be okay um we can't we can't constantly be at on call you know yeah and you know we talk about this being free and i have to point that out like it, it's free and the thing is like me and mel are not just about the money like you do um charity nights the keenan nights right like I do compassion readings for certain families I know have suffered tragic losses. I do readings for free every year for them. You know, like we're not out for the money. It's like, I'm not going to do this because you're not paying me. It's not about that. It's like, we're very generous people. Most people in this world of work are absolutely. And we might not promote everything that we do, you know, from a good place of compassion, because that's not what it's all about. But what happens is, is when our boundaries get tested and people, you know, kind of aren't a little bit ungrateful, um, at what we're doing, it builds up like a resentment. Right. And so I find if I don't actually honor my boundaries and speak about them, I become a little bit more resentful. I think it's just natural. You know, that's a natural reaction and that's how it, it does feel. Um, I once had, believe it or not, a client call me, um, when her father passed, but she was sitting with his physical body and asking me to do a reading for her in the moment. Wow. And I'm like, I was very new. So I was very people pleasing then. Like I am now, but then it was like all time high people pleaser mode. And I actually tried to do it. (laughs) And I'm looking back and I'm thinking like, why would I ever do that? Like, how does she know? I mean, I understand maybe she was just very much in, in shock and she was just kind of doing what she, she thought she needed or whatever, but that was totally impeding on my, my, my time and my sort of, um, availability and, you know, I'm living my life and I am not on call, you know, so I would never, ever do it again. Um, you know, (laughs) I just wouldn't. Um, and I also think, you know, there's, there's all kinds of things like that where I've been asked to do like on the spot in the moment, like just basically like, Oh, I hope you don't mind tuning in, but can you just tell me like, blah, 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 you know? And then if you don't respond, it's like message, message, message. I know that's what I get too. Like if I don't respond, I get like hammered with messages and I'm like, okay, easy. Like I'm getting 36 messages from 36 people. Like, 
people, yeah, people don't recognize that uh, probably the amount of inquiries that are coming in and that um, who knows what we're doing at the time, you know, who know, you've got small kids, I've got kids too, like we do have other things going on, you know, so it's not, neither of us would ever be ignoring anybody, but sometimes it's got to wait, you know, it just has to wait. Yeah, we got to prioritize our lives too, right? And just because we sign up to be servants of spirit and we we truly are, we work for spirit, it doesn't mean like, you know, people can demand things or expect things like, you know, manage your expectations. Like we, we manage ours. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing all that. I can't, the only thing I can think of relative to that is like a couple of years ago, I had a woman who never actually had a reading from me and she just like kept messaging me. Mm-hmm. She was like a looky loo <laughs> and I'll entertain looky loos. Like I love talking about spiritual things too, but there comes a point where it's just kind of like, Hey, I need to put my energy over here. Yeah. And, um, like demanding, I read for her recently deceased loved one. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I don't really do that. Um, you know, there's a wait list, like you can book and just hounding me, like just literally, I had to change my phone number. I actually wow. literally changed my phone number. Um, wow. because I, not only that, but I was getting weird calls. I guess my number was on Yelp and I was getting weird texts. Like I got a text from Texas saying mm-hmm. like, you're a witch. Can you do like a spell or something? I was like, okay, I got to change my phone number. <laughs> like, so I changed my number and you know, then I go to spirit and just say, okay, no more like this, please. Like I I'm done. But I also think too, like a lot of us in this work will get tested here. And then again, like we don't know what our boundaries are until they're crossed. Yeah. Well, right. I have a, a one that I really had to get really tough with and strong with when it comes to alcohol before mm. readings because with my group readings lots of people do it like as a girl's night yeah. and they're like woohoo and they're having their wine and I'm like I there's no judgment I'm not saying like you cannot drink afterwards like no problem do what you want but I'm not walking into a situation where I'm coming in people have been drinking like it doesn't work for me it makes it way more difficult and I, I there was one where I had to basically really own that and I had to really like I walked in and it was everybody drinking and there was one woman who was extremely difficult. I think I mentioned this on a, on a different episode. Um, but I was proud of myself because I basically, like, I tried to read her. It, she was testing me. It was really nasty. It was nasty energy um, that she was sort of giving off. And um, I basically had to shut it down and say I wasn't reading for her. Yeah. So you got to do it. Yeah, you got to do it for sure. Well, and what really got me thinking about this episode um, was because I saw a recent post that you made on on Facebook that I absolutely loved. And it was around, you know, the drive-by readings, right? Yeah. <laughs> I call. So it's like Teresa Caputo online, like medium, like she's known. It's obviously pre-planned and it's not, you know, on a whim. Like these people had to sign waivers before they were actually on TV, but it yeah. appears that she's just like walking into a deli and like reading. Um, so this is kind of the, the perception that people think that's what people actually like to do. Um, and I loved your post. I'll let you speak to it, but I just want to share a little bit of experience. Like I was I drive by read by a very well-known medium and it was one of the most awkward things I've ever experienced. <laughs> and so because it wasn't accurate, I couldn't place the information and then I felt bad and like, I don't want to make anyone feel bad. And it was just like, an, it was just such, I was in a food truck lineup, right? Like 
it was, I felt so uncomfortable and it threw me off for the rest of the night. And, um, I vowed after that moment, I'm like, I will never do a drive-by reading. And that was kind of my boundary around that. Um, but I want you to share a little bit about your post and like your, your experience there. Okay. Yeah. I can't even really remember what I posted, but the idea is just like, think about ethically, like how, how do you know you're going to go up to someone that they even want you to give them information? Like how much in your ego do you actually have to be to think that somebody's just dying to hear what you have to say about them? It's like, no, not everybody cares. Not everybody wants information. Um, also, I think if they want it, they'll come to us, you know, like, it's like, you need to be asked to, to offer your insight. I think that to go and, and dump it on somebody energetically is really kind of rude. Um, and it's not taking their beliefs into account. How do we know that they even have that belief? You know, also, if someone isn't, isn't ready for it, or if they, you know, they haven't contemplated, say it's like a mediumship reading, you know, you want to connect them with somebody in spirit. If they haven't contemplated the afterlife, or they don't even believe in it, and then you start giving them information that is like, uh, very accurate, uh, that's going to blow their mind and change their world, for sure. Also, if it's not accurate, it could be very harmful and detrimental. And, and kind of like, what if they're not in the right frame of mind? What if they have mental health issues? You know, like, it's like, I, to me, it's just very irresponsible to go around doing that. Um, and I think that it's a shame that that's kind of seen on TV that way, making it look like it's common practice when it, it really isn't, I don't think. Yeah, I, I've only ever experienced it that one time um, from being, you know, a person being approached perspective. Um, yeah, I don't, I, it was a really bizarre experience, but, um, you know, this is where I wanted to go with this too, is like, I even had a client yesterday who sat with me, um, and a lot of people who are attracted to work with you and me, because we both love to teach, have intuitive abilities themselves. That's yeah. just the way spirit lines it up. It's a, it's an intelligence of spirit that, that it lines up like that. Um, and she asked me like, are you ever scared? I'm like, never. I am absolutely never scared. Yes. I was scared at seven years old when, you know, my grandmother passed away and I can sense her and I, I, I didn't know what to make of it. And even back then I remember going to bed saying, you know, please, I don't want to see you and being under the blankets. That was my little, you know, inner child, my little seven-year-old self saying, putting up boundaries, right? Like even back then. But, um, I think I get asked a lot, like, do you ever, like yesterday, I think I got asked twice. Like, do you ever just like, walk around and like pick things up? I'm like, not really, because, you know, spirit knows when I'm open to work and spirit knows when I need to be in mommy mode. Yeah. And so what good am I going to be to my kids if I like I'm constantly picking stuff up all the time. And I, I just always explain to people, I'm just very boundaried. I have really healthy boundaries around this work and this practice. So no, but I was hoping we can maybe share a couple stories because I'm sure you have some too, but I have two experiences where I was in a public setting and spirit made their presence very known. Um, and so I'll share my two stories if you don't mind. And I would love to hear yours. They're very quick, but, um, you know, I was getting my tire changed two years ago at like Cal tire and there was an older lady sitting next to me and I was just so drawn to her. I, I can't tell you like I saw her husband or anything like that, but I just knew spirit was there around her. 
And I kept talking to spirit in the head saying, I don't do this. Like, if you want me to say anything to her, you have to make her talk to me. And then the next thing she turns around and starts talking to me, (laughs) like, I'm still not doing it. (laughs) Still not doing it. I'm like, you're going to have to line it up. So she books with me. And that's just my own peace of mind. Like, again, like you talk about, you know, I don't know if she comes from a a faith background where that, you know, I'm going to hell, right? Or, you know, even if she believes in this at all. And then the second time it happened was in my moon circle. I used to host monthly new moon circles and the energy came so close to me and I was reading off this piece of paper and I actually couldn't physically see the words anymore. It's like I went into complete blur and I was so like, okay, I need to pass this along. So I pass along the information. I'm like, I have a mother here. Um, she has a real deep apology. Like, and I went on and on. Nobody claimed it. And I was like, mother effort. I'm like, finally, I get the balls to like, just say what spirit says. Nobody claimed it. And I went through the whole circle and like, whatever. And then afterwards I had two people approach me saying that was my mom. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, why didn't you put your hand up? Yeah. I just spent the past hour thinking like I'm crazy. Uh uh Yep. I hear you. I have had that happen. And I do the same thing as you as saying to spirit, if they're meant to, to come to me, please make them bring it up. You know what I mean? Like have them talk to me and bring it up. Like if I'm out and about that happened to me in a store once where I was looking for, um, it's like knickknacks and signs and all that stuff, which I love and like home decor kind of stuff. And I found a sign and it was talking about, basically it was, it's a beautiful saying. I, I have it in my house, but I can't see it from where I'm at, but anyway, it's beautiful, inspirational kind of quote. And, um, I went up to pay for it and the lady, I did feel, I did feel her dad with me. And I was like, okay. I'm like, well, if you, if you want, you know, if you want this to happen, like have her bring it up somehow. And it's like, how is she, how is she going to bring this up? And anyways, she, she's, um, bringing me up and she's like, oh, this is so beautiful. Where are you going to put this in your, in your where are you going to put this in your home? And I was like, yeah, in my reading room. And she's like, oh, you have a room just for reading, like a library? <laughs> And I was like, no, I wish. I was like, no, it's like a readings. Like I'm a medium. I do readings for people. And she's like, oh, and she's like, stopped breathing and she started crying. And she's like, my mom and I have been wanting to find a good medium and um, to talk to my dad. And I was like, oh, I felt him there with me. And I was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so anyways, I ended up giving her my card and she did come for a reading and it was lovely. Um, but I didn't, you know, I still didn't in the moment, you know, really, I didn't go into reading mode. I just kind of gave her some, you know, some, some, um, I don't know, like just talk to her basically, you know, about, about spirit and about grief and things like that. Um, but anyways, it was interesting that spirit made it happen in that way. Cause I wasn't about to be like, do you know what? I've got your dad here. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's other ways. And maybe if that wasn't meant to happen, then she wouldn't have brought it up, you know, and then I can easily go on with my day. I can say bye to spirit and they can, they can find a different way. They're very creative. They can find a way, you know, they're, they're not, <laughs> they're not helpless. No, for sure. And, and there is an intelligence to spirit. It, we, we are so limited in our human experience at how, you know, divinely planned and timed a lot of this work actually is. Yeah. It's like we, we almost can't even comprehend it. Like even at the dem I did a few weeks ago, when spirit came through, and I know this happens often because I've I've seen it, but 
like one spirit came through that all the information, including the message match for two people. Yeah. Right. Like that's, it's divinely planned and right. And that's, that's so intelligent of spirit um, to align it, align it like that. 100%. And the other thing too, I would say is boundaries within you, especially when you're reading for someone, um, say in like a class setting. Um, So those of you that are students and you're on your your learning path, um, when you're offering information, and especially professionally as well, but when you're offering information, have some boundaries there as well. So never feel if you're compelled and it's like, it's all dramatic that that it means that it's true, you know, what you're getting. I find if it's truly intuition, if it's, if it's truth, it will come through very much like neutral, you know, there's, there's not a huge dramatic thing about it. It's kind of like, this is the information. Um, So I think, you know, you have to think about what information is going to empower people to know and what information might possibly be detrimental. You know, you have to think about that as you're delivering your information. Always be true to yourself. You always have to speak your truth. But I think you do have to use discernment. And I think that's something that's really difficult to teach someone. You almost have to experience it. And and it's like trial and error trying to figure out, okay, is this ego or is this intuition? A 10,000% Mel. And I'm so glad you brought this up because, you know, I, I, I'm sure you do something very similar, but I told spirit, like, I want to work for you my whole life, but I only want to work in an empowering way. I I don't want bad information. I don't want information that's not helpful. I only want information that's going to propel people forward in a very positive and empowered way. And that's a boundary I set up and anyone can set those boundaries. You can choose how you work. Yeah. hundred percent. And you you don't need to feel like, you know, there's lots of people that will ask me when they're going to die. (laughs) um there's people that want to know like is the husband cheating on them yeah Uh, i've had somebody ask me for their husband's passwords oh yeah well it sounds like we both have some examples here for people of like how boundaries can be tested in this line of work and how important it is to establish them and when they are blurred it's a perfect opportunity to assess your own integrity your own moral compass within this work and establish those boundaries knowing that they can always be altered and changed as you go along your path yeah definitely you know keep evolving keep growing stay true to what feels right for you it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing like literally what is your code of ethics how do you want to approach it Um, and I just get really clear in my head every day that I work with spirit and I work for spirit Mm -hmm. I of course want my clients to be happy and I want to provide a good service but at the end of the day um, I'm really really more concerned with spirit and I check in with them for my sort of report card. Like they're who I go to. I I don't really get it from uh, a client telling me, yes, that's amazing or whatever, you know, I, I get it from spirit. Yeah. And I think we can't leave this episode without saying, you know, there's a lot of self-awareness that this intuitive development journey demands. And so are you pushing boundaries somewhere in your life or somebody else? Like look at your role in how you're approaching other people and look at potentially if you're 
impeding on somebody else's potential boundaries and be a little bit mindful of that. You know, I work with a lot of, you know, I outsource a lot of my marketing and stuff like that. And I'm always very cognizant of how I'm, you know, not messaging people like at 10 o'clock at night and, you know, just being mindful of how I'm approaching other people's boundaries as well. Certainly. Yeah. And they go hand in hand, you know, this, this work of, um, you know, being, being of service, but also at the same time, it's going to show us areas in our own lives that need healing and that need attention. And so the beautiful thing is, you know, it'll, it'll keep evolving and growing and we'll keep learning as we go. So by in, in, in no way <laughs> are either of us saying that we have it figured out. Um, I think that it's always going to be this work in progress. I would say you're probably better with boundaries than, than I am, but I do feel like I'm getting there, you know, so it's like a work in work in progress. Yeah. I just, you know, yeah. I, I thank you for saying that by the way, because you know, it's taken me a while to get here too. And I think it's been getting sick so many times from yeah. having my boundaries pushed that I'm like, hey, I'm done with being sick. And so mm-hmm. I have to choose me every single time. Yeah. Right. I have to choose me. And I, I'm just at that point. And I know that we're both kind of there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not also not saying to anyone who's listening, like, don't not message us. That's not what we're saying. We're giving you the extreme cases. Um, <laughs> Because there's going to be a lot of people messaging us like, oh, I hope that wasn't about me. No, it's not about you. (laughs) It's literally like like 0.1% of the interactions that we have. But they're worth mentioning. And then once you actually master a boundary, you will get another one tested. It's never going to end this journey. So so look for that as well. It just always bites you in the ass, you know. The, the, whenever you, whenever I go like, oh, okay, just this time, like whatever, it bites me in the ass. It comes back to bite me, like, and I just think like, no, I'm not, <laughs> not doing that anymore. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed this vulnerable conversation. Um, and you know, we would love to hear your input. We have our, you know, the spirit room podcast community up. And so join there, talk about this, ask questions, share your experiences. Um, this is a really safe space for you to, to hold these conversations. And I don't know, Mel, you want to close us out? Sure. I just wish there was a community like that going on when I was first opening up. Mm. Um, I think that would have been super helpful. All of the stuff that I've encountered, it's like trial and error. Um, So I think that it's good to have that resource. So please join the Facebook group um, and follow, you know, follow our journey as we go. And, you know, subscribe if you haven't and share it with somebody if you think that they would be into hearing us uh, yak. So uh, thank you, my friend. I hope you have a good rest of your day. And uh, leaving you all with just a lots of love and sending you lots of inspiration. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.